Hello and welcome to the Oi Let's Talk podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Gemma. Two friends talking fitness, mindset, business and everything else in between. We really mean everything. Expect banter, education and organised chaos. Your new podcast besties. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Oi Let's Talk podcast. Welcome back. Today, we are, let's just go in hard and fast. Online coaching. How to start a online coaching or an online business. Yes. It is a topic of, a hot topic recently. Yeah. A lot of people I know think that, you know, it's un something that they want to do, but they just don't know how to get there. Yeah. They kind of look at it as just like, it's just too hard. But I want to talk about some practical ways that you can actually get into online coaching because we've both done it. And prior to getting into this industry, we hadn't, we've figured it out as yeah. we're going. And it's honestly probably one of our most frequently asked questions is yeah. how did you guys start your business? Any tips and tricks that we have for those that are potentially wanting to start or have just started to kind of leverage the online space. So We're going to kind of, or try to at least, condense this episode down to give you some really practical tools that you can implement either into your business currently or into your new baby business that you're potentially starting. Yeah. I want to kick off with... Take it away. I want to kick off with the fact that a lot of people see businesses online online in a glorified manner. So you see people posting how much they're making a month or that their clients are full. And I just wanted to take a step away from that and talk about all of the different ideas I've had and all of the different things that haven't quite worked that mm. have made my business what it is today. Yep. So a quick example that I haven't really spoken about before, but when I became qualified, I thought that it would be a really good idea to train people in home, Yeah. right? I started training people in home. So I was driving all around. My business model did not really make sense not because feasible. it wasn't feasible for what I was charging, factoring in driving everywhere and all of that. And I got really good experience training people in home, problem solving with equipment availability. But that's just one of those things where I tried it. It didn't quite work for me. And then I decided to try something else. Yeah. Another example would be I tried to give online coaching a shot before and I had really blurred boundaries and I was just kind mm. of always on my phone um, doing inquiries and I could feel myself burning out quite quickly. So yeah. another example of I gave online coaching a shot and then I became an employee and was a coach yeah. for a business. But prior to that, I had that experience and there were things that weren't working for me. So Right now, when you see I have this business that I'm really proud of with the structures and systems in place, that didn't just happen. It takes time. I did the training people in home and not making any money. I did the online coaching and undercharging. It wasn't feasible. I needed some more structures in place. And there's so many things that happen in there. So please, when you see people online, and if you see us online, please know that there is so much experience and trial and error mm. skin that, in the game skin in the game that was needed yeah. for me to be happy with where I'm at now yeah and I always I like I like to liken it to this that every overnight success I'm saying in quotations is has usually been in business for five six ten years yeah 
So anyone that you're seeing on social media that maybe you're glorifying in your head, understand that they have probably been doing this, posting consistently, showing up online, answering emails, inquiries, responding to DMs, all on their own for probably five or six years before they got to the level of success that you see them at today. And those people have been trying things and they have been seeing what works for them and they haven't just gotten to the end goal. I know a lot of people, I get this question a lot in terms of content creation Mm. and in terms of leads and clients. There's so much that I can say about, you know, for example, making educational content. You don't just get to skip the shit. That's the only way I can describe it. You don't just get to skip that discomfort of maybe making stuff that's pretty shitty in terms of how you're editing it until you get Mm. good at it because of practice. You don't just get that. You need to put in the work. It's the same with training. You can't show up at the gym day one. And lose 10 kilos in two days. Yeah, but you can't just show up at day one and then be sad about the fact that there's another girl at the gym who's hip thrusting or squatting or whatever, like triple the amount. Like It's just not the mindset. You need to understand that with business, just like with fitness, you've got to put in the work. You've got to try stuff to see what fits And you don't get to skip that process. The reason that there are those businesses which are killing it in their third, fourth, fifth year is because every time something hasn't worked, they've thought, what could I learn from this? What can I do better? Let's go. They haven't thought, I'm shit. I'm just going to pack up Mm. um, and pull back from social media. It's the opposite. You just have to keep showing up. The one thing that I always say to my business clients is the first time you do anything it's probably going to be pretty fucking shit. Yep. And I don't mean that out of like, oh my God, you're so shit, you can't do anything. But I purely mean that out of, you're never going to do something 100% perfect the first time you do it. And it's the same thing with building your name and your reputation in the industry is just doing things consistently over and over again, collecting data, seeing what works well and reproducing and doing it bigger and better next time. Yeah. You need to show up for yourself and for your business. If you want to run an online business, you need to be okay with the fact that you are learning as you go. You are making yourself vulnerable because you are providing a presence online and you're not going to let little things along the way deter you. You're going to use that as fuel to level up to make your business better to see what works and to be honest if we were going to sit here and talk about our failures we'd be here till fucking next thursday so that's not going to happen but just know if you're listening we have them we have so many there is so many things that i do even to this day i have a funny example (laughs) tell me go (laughs) this is really vulnerable but (laughs) oh my god it's gonna be fucked up sorry like i just sometimes go on these like sporadic like ideas. Yeah. So I had an idea. I love how you're explaining that to me. Like, I don't know that's your I know, whole personality. But, like, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of them happen, right? But I had an idea maybe a year and a half ago. I might still do it. But my idea, I just thought about it one if, day. If anyone's deciding to steal this idea, fuck off. <laughs> I had this idea one day and then within four days I had it done. So I was like, you know what? I really want a prenatal or pre or postnatal and like a stretching mobility poster. I was like, you know what I really want to do? I want to make it really pretty printable and I want to have like wooden hangers and I'm going to make it A3 and I'm going to take photos of myself in all of the poses and it's going to be a product on my website. So within those four days, I had gone on Etsy. I had found a Melbourne-based producer of these hangers. I drove 75 minutes away and bought like 200 of these hangers. And where are they? They're in my cupboard. (laughs) So you've never used them? I've made the whole poster. I've got the hangers, 
but I've gotten distracted somewhere along the way. Okay. And as I said, it still might happen, but I want you guys to know that those like ideas and things that might, you think they're going to happen in a certain trajectory, like Gemma's A3 posters that I'm one day going to launch. Like, that are still in her cupboard still in my cupboard. Um, I just want to say that it's normal yeah. for things to stop and start or maybe things not to work out the way you thought they would. Yeah. I think maybe at the time I was like, actually, no, I'm going to go hard on online coaching. I don't want to have too yeah. many things, whatever it was. But just know that we have lots of examples like that. Yeah. So I kind of want to just give maybe a little bit of a rundown, maybe like top three tips that I would do or the main three or three to five. I'm going to say three to five because I know I'll get to three and be like, oh my God, I have so many more. Um, Three to five tips that I want to give you guys if you're starting your online coaching business. Number one is figure out a offer suite. Yeah. So if you are about to launch your online coaching business, I want you guys to figure out exactly what it is that you're going to offer. And Obviously, everything I'm saying, you guys can take with a grain of salt. I say this to my business clients as well. But if you can figure out one solid product, one to two solid products in the early stages of business that you want to offer and become a master of the art, your ability to sell specifically in the online space is going to be a lot easier. So there's this thing called analysis paralysis, which I fucking struggle with all the time. Too many things. Yeah. Analysis paralysis essentially means when there's too many options, your audience or your potential customers are going to feel overwhelmed. Therefore, they're less likely to actually make a decision to work with you. So by reducing your product suite to start with before you get to the capacity of having to extend and have multiple different things and masterclasses and eBooks and group coaching and all of that, just get good at offering one thing. Yep. My second thing would be really work on growing your ba- or building, sorry, your backend systems in your business. So think about what platforms are you going to use to service your clients? Are you going to have automatic email systems set up? So when you sign up a new client, everything's already automated. Are you going to have free eBooks, welcome books or uh, welcome eBooks, all the things that go along with building out the backend system. So when you're ready to take on clients, you're not fucking around in the backend, having to send a million different emails, because if you do become an overnight success and you do get really fucking busy, how are you going to manage it? How are you going to manage it? And the third thing would be just start posting content now. Even if you don't feel ready for it, if you're wanting to build an online coaching business, you need to be present on social media. You need to be authentic. You need to be talking on your stories and you need to have really good branding. So start posting content today. Even if it feels fucking scary, lean into it because the more consistent you are early on in your business, the easier it's going to get. And it also means that you're building your name and your reputation and you're doing all the things. Now, my fourth one, and then Gem, you're taking over. I'm trying to make dog points. I've got so much to say. I've got so much to say as well, this episode. Um, The fourth thing that I would probably say as well is if you are wanting to be an online coach, and I know that this is pretty spicy. uh, This is actually a little bit spicy, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. I'm ready. I truly don't believe that you can be a really great coach without coaching people in real life in some capacity. 100% agree. And... I mean, I've worked with business clients that have never worked in the face-to-face space before, and they are fucking phenomenal coaches. But these are the women that invest in their education, upskill, invest in mentors and do all the things outside of that. So I'm not saying that you can't, I probably should take that back a little bit. I'm not saying that you're never going to be a good coach. Don't say it, don't take it like that. But I truly believe to be a better coach, actually coaching people in person or even just shadowing another coach 
in the gym, in a clinic, whatever kind of area that you're wanting to get into in the online coaching space, do that because you are going to learn so So many transferable skills that you can bring into your own business and as a coach by actually being coached by another coach or watching another coach do what they do best. I... Before I go into my points, I just want to say I preach that a lot as well. I think that people who study third, sorry, third, three and four can glorify, I'm going to live that freedom lifestyle, mm. I'm going to go online. And I you know, constantly say, definitely do some more courses and shadow people and work face-to-face, even if it's for a limited time. Yeah. The amount of things that you will learn when you have somebody's body in front of you with cueing, with being able to pick up things, with being able to communicate in different ways for different people, that experience is so integral Mm -hmm. to when you're working online, you'll have a better eye for, you know, form feedback. You'll have a better eye for if something's not right. And um, the different people that you're presented with will give you more skills for communicating with different personality types. And you're also going to learn a lot. Learn a lot. In business, you have to come into business with the mindset that you're a forever, forever a student. Even the other day, I posted a reel about glutes and I fucked it up. I literally posted one thing. It wasn't a hundred percent incorrect, but it wasn't a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Posted the reel. It got pretty good engagement, pretty good views. And another bigger coach actually commented on it and was like, it's not wrong, but it's not a hundred percent correct. I would do this if you're wanting a little bit more targeted of this area. I kind of love that though. I and I like your mindset that. with that. I literally read it. I replied, thanks King. Cause yeah. like, thank you King. Like yeah. that taught me something. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I fucking know everything. No. So being able to get yourself in spaces where you are forever a student with other coaches is really important. And I have one more thing, Gem. Yeah. sorry. Okay. I can't help myself. <laughs> the last thing I would say is make sure in terms of the building of your systems, yeah. you also have things like contracts and direct debit systems set up before you're ready to take on clients. So contracts are really fucking important in business, not only for the security of forecasting your income, but also for the security for your client. So when you're that- I'm so was sorry that about the alarm? alarms, that was my alarm. <laughs> oh my God, you guys just heard that fucking live. <laughs> that was sorry. some doomsday shit. You know what song that is? It's get the fuck up, Simon said. Get the fuck up, Actually, I do know that song. Should we be going rappers? Um, I don't even remember what I was saying now. I was so abruptly interrupted. Look at you checking. We're done. Um, Contracts, backend systems. Oh, the contracts with your clients. That's what I was saying. So contracts with our clients. It also ensures our clients are getting a promised level of service. So in your contract, it needs to state, obviously, if you're an online coach, PT, blah, blah, blah. You need to have some sort of exercise liability waiver in there. That's number one. Number two, it needs to also state what you're promising that the client will receive in this time. And then you need to fucking stay true to your word. You need to make sure that you're replying within 24 hours if that's one of the promises that you've committed to. Making sure you're replying to their weekly check-ins, making sure that you're doing everything else by providing them a program, nutrition, everything else that you said you're going to do, you need to show up to the plate. So it's security for both sides that you're going to be able to forecast your income as well as your client is going to feel really safe and secure to land in your world absolutely and i'm done (laughs) and end um i am going to also struggle to condense this but i'm going to try my best so you know how do you start as an online coach i would say that some of the best things that helped me at the very beginning Mm. were getting really clear on what my client journey was so in my office i have this massive um whiteboard and i wrote down like 
online client and I thought, what does the journey look like from the client coming to me to inquire mm. to them becoming a client? I wanted to get really How clear. How is this seamless? Mm. I don't want it to be clunky and I want it to be replicatable and I want it to be individual. So I wanted to be really clear on what that process looked like so then I can refine those processes. So for example, what I, I got really, really detailed, but I thought somebody contacts me, how quickly do I want to have a response? I want to yep. make sure I respond within 12 to 24 hours. Cool. What does that response look like? Cool. Do I have a PDF to go with that response? Then if they don't reply for two days, do I want to have a follow-up trigger? Yep. Then they want to sign up. What does that sign-up process look like? Is there clarity? Then again, we got deeper into contracts like yep. you just discussed. They know what I'm providing. I know what they know what I'm expecting of them. They know when they're going to be direct debited, so on. Then it got really, really deep. But what it provided me with is just so much clarity on what I needed to develop to yeah. be able to serve an online client well. Check-in forms, um, check-in triggers, all of that. And that really, really helped me from the get-go feeling really good about somebody contacting me and I know exactly what they're going to get and they um, have a really good process. And they come on board and they're like, fuck yeah, I'm excited about yeah. this because I feel well looked after. And so they feel safe. They feel safe. And if you think that's about the feedback humans, I get. If you think about humans, yeah. sorry, I'm jumping in again. It's I can't fucking help make. myself. <laughs> Back I off. really can't help myself. I just Back have off. so much to say. Um, but if you think about humans, <laughs> I love you as well. <laughs> if you think about humans and the way that we actually work, so a little bit of like psychology, right? If you think about the way that humans are, if I was to tell you today, we yeah. were rocking up to this podcast studio. I didn't give you the address. I didn't give you Stress. a time. I didn't tell you what we were doing. I yeah. just said, you need to meet me at this random location, whatever. Yeah. You straight away would be like, okay, well, what do I wear? Do I need to have my hair and makeup done? Do I need yep. to bring this? Do I need to bring a tripod? Do I need to bring my own camera? Automatically a state of overwhelm. You're yep. not feeling safe in no. my directions at all. No. Where if you actually, if I actually turn around and said to you, come here, hair, makeup done, bring three outfit changes, do this, do that. All of a sudden you're going to feel, well, oh, after. I feel so safe to land and yep. I feel like I'm ready to go ahead with whatever's actually happening. Yep. Same thing for your client. And that's how I want a client to start the yep. following week. I want them to know that they've signed a contract. They know what I'm going to deliver. They know when check-ins are going to be. They know how to communicate yep. to me. I want everything from the get-go. So I think that mapping out a client journey, which is an exercise you could always, you know, anyone could do starting a business yep. and you could do it with face-to-face -face and you could do it with online. And that really helped me as well. Another thing that I want to speak about is brainstorming your client's pain points so then you know how you're going to deliver your solution. So mm. if everyone is going to potentially have a slightly different niche, but my niche is, you know, women who are new to the gym and want to feel confident in the gym or they are busy, overwhelmed, you know, high achievers and they just need the structure and to stop the all or nothing mindset. Yeah. So being clear on what their pain points are, so what they've tried, what's not working for them, and what is it that I'm delivering? What am I gonna speak to in my marketing efforts? Because if you're not clear on that, and it's really inconsistent, people are not gonna know if you're the right fit. Yeah. So if that's the example that I just said, but then all of my marketing is talking about shreds, fat loss, um, training six days a week, 1200 calories, it's not going to align with who I want to work with. Yeah. So I think that that 
clear on your marketing. Clarity on your marketing, yeah. knowing how you're um, going to actually serve the pain points of the people that are coming with you. So then you get to work with the clients that you want to work with. So yeah. that would be point number two. Uh, point number three is scalability. So yeah. you've touched on this as well, but I think that those backend systems that we both have really allow us to, if if we open up our emails tomorrow and seven people say they want to start working with us next week, like, can you take on seven people? Do you want to? Like, those are things you want to think about. So mm-hmm. if you have those systems in place, you can scale really quickly in a way that feels really good where you are actually able to provide the service that you're wanting to. So yeah. things that I'll quickly touch on would be having a welcome um, email with pricing straight yeah. away. You've got that. I can send that to people straight away. Um, having a contract that they're signing online, having a client questionnaire that they're filling out, having an app that they're getting their program and me exercising in the videos so they see how to do it how, correctly. how do they do it um, having check-in systems all of that built out structure to your online business is going to allow you to be able to take on clients mm. and be able to actually sustain the level of clients that you're wanting to have yeah my last point that I'll quickly touch on will just be with social media I think that as an online coach, you do need to get comfortable with selling and get comfortable with telling people what you have to offer. Yeah. I have done this before. When I first started, I used to shit myself about how I'm going <laughs> to edit things. I used to be worried yeah. about who's watching. I would overlook at stuff. Like I'd post something. I know you've told me what you do when you post yeah. stories, but I used to post something and then look at it and be really, really critical. Like, should have said that, that might get taken the wrong way. And that was just fucking with my vibe. So right now, if I want to post a talking story, I try not to look at it after. Uh. I post it. I know what you do. (laughs) You look at it and you're like, I'm fucking fabulous. I look at myself. I watch my own stories like 80 times a day. I'm like, wow, queen, pop off. (laughs) But I, if I'm doing one of those, I think what works best for me is just delivering the message I want to deliver and then putting it away, right? And the other thing that works really well for me is just trying to show up and just trying to provide some sort of value consistently. Yeah, I could definitely do more of it. I could talk to my talk to my story more. I know that I could do more, but I'm happy with the fact that there is a level of consistency. People know who we are when they start working with us. Yeah, and if you want to work online, you just got to get really resilient with not taking things personally. Yeah, and just staying on your path to be able to create create some momentum in your business. Yeah, and I think. Last thing I want to add, because I can't fucking help myself. (laughs) Oh my. They'll be like, I'll keep saying, last thing, last thing, last thing. Um, Create a vision statement. Yeah. I think it's a really cool thing to do is, and I get all my business clients to do this as well, is creating a vision statement of who you are as a coach, why you're doing the work that you do. So when business feels hard, when you're tried and tested and you lo- uh, you do something and it doesn't work and you're upset about it, because yeah. we all still feel those feelings, yeah. you can actually go back to your why and your vision statement and be really fucking anchored into exactly what it is that you're wanting to do and exactly the people that want to help you. Because if you're really anchored into this vision, nothing's going to fucking stop you from fully sending it. Nothing's going to stop you from making your business as big or as small as you want it to be. I didn't even think of it in terms of a vision statement, but that's something that I've harped on about before Mm. with if you get stuck with social media feeling like you're not making an impact or not enough people are viewing your things. The thing that anchors me 
is if I show up and I help one person, like oh. if one person replies and was like, that was really helpful or done. one person says, job I done. learned something new, that's job done. Yep. And if I keep that as my vision statement, which is just purely just helping women yep. and I do that by making any content, then I take away the pressure for things to have to laughing, pop up all the time. Laughing. And you're not sitting there like, wow, only 5,000 people viewed a reel when I thought 25,000 would. It doesn't it's like, matter. Who cares? Like it literally doesn't matter. Did you help one person yeah. today? Awesome. That, job done. Job done. Hang the boots up. Start again tomorrow. No, and on that note, because we could literally talk forever. We're done. We are. That's the end of this episode. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys know where to find us, but you're going to listen anyway. YouTube, new fun exciting you can sit with us and watch long form videos tiktok follow like share all of that stuff and instagram and again we're always so grateful for your support we're grateful for you submitting questions and we're just grateful for you to be here and thank you so much guys we love you lots Bye. bye